You're listening to Between the Between the Laughs Laughs, the occasional provider of bonus podcast episodes to fill the gaps between our actual episodes. I'm Rob Cowan, broadcasting from Manchester, and this is a very special episode. For the first time ever, two of us are recording from the same room. I am joined, or more precisely since it's his flat, I have joined Paul Brugger in Manchester, and from our radio car, or possibly his spare room in Brighton, it's Mike Techman. Hello to both of you. Hello. Hello. So this is quite a special episode, actually, because I'm going to be dusting off my Quizmaster's sparkly jacket to test the comedy knowledge of Mike and Paul. I'd have, I'd have dusted it off before we started, really. It's everywhere now. This <laughs> room, it's quite a small room, and it's very, now a very dusty very room. Very dusty, dusty room. Um, I've stolen loads of questions from a selection of websites, and I'm going to, I'm going to read them aloud to you. Um, you'll have to write down your answers, and then I'll trust you to mark them yourselves. Mike, you're a former teacher. Self-marking, self-assessment. You know the you know the score. I you don't have score. to swap swap papers. I would normally get you to swap papers, but he's two hundred miles away. <laughs> By a post. I'll meet you halfway. <laughs> um, so it's halfway between Manchester and Birmingham. Birmingham. Meet you in Birmingham. We should do a special <laughs> comedy podcast in Birmingham, where none of us live. Save it for the hundredth episode. <laughs> um, before we dive into the quiz, uh, have we been enjoying any comedy recently? Yeah, so I've uh, I've actually been rewatching Rick and Morty because uh, I'm too averse to change to try anything new. Um, I, I know that feeling. So I just I was like, I'm gonna go back in. It's funny every time. So yeah, that's what I've been doing. I've not really got into Rick and Morty. When I was in in America traveling a little bit, I watched it in a in a motel room one time. It seemed all right. But I need to probably start from the beginning. Yeah, it's one of those ones that I think uh, the first episode you watch, you're like, what the f*** is this? And then <laughs> subsequent episodes, you're like, oh, no, I get it now. It's pretty good. Um, I, I do think there's an evolution as well. I do think it helps to start from the start when when the premise is really thin and it is just Back to the Future is really irresponsible of Doc <laughs> Brown to do that stuff with Marty. Yeah. What if he was irresponsible because he was drinking and then they sort of build him up after that to... to to be more than that but what's, what's your best uh, what's your preferred episode Mike of Rick and Morty I really like the um, I've got two my sort of top two uh, I yeah. really like uh, I think it's called Gastronomic Park or something like that it's the one where they he builds oh a, Anatomy Park yeah Anatomy Park yeah he where he builds a um, he builds a kind of spoof Jurassic Park inside a homeless man that's very funny <laughs> Uh, I also like um, the M Night Shamalians one. That oh yeah, it's very good. Yeah, they uh, <laughs> they seem to do less kind of. They seem to do like kind of fewer episodes ripping off other films now, which is good. It's like better for the series, and it's sort of as you say, kind of developed from. I, I quite like the way they've sort of started with a very flimsy premise, and then they're like, no, 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 yes. it's uh, yeah. it's it's deep. Um, yes, but yeah, no, I, I do like those ones. I've been um, particularly since I got back to the US, back from the US. I've really enjoyed the last leg uh, on Channel Four. Oh yeah, I know it's been on, it's been on for years because it started during the 2012 Paralympics as kind of a disability uh, sports themed comedy. But it's it's re- it, I think it's now like the closest equivalent to a US late night comedy show that we've got. And I know lots of people at various times. Marcus Brigstock tried it. There was the the Friday Night Live, Thursday Night Live, whatever yeah. it was called with. 
Steve, uh, with, with the David Mitchell one. David Mitchell and yeah. Jimmy Carr and Co. It was all right. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, but it, they've they've re- ten o'clock live. That's right. And they've they've kind of finally they've finally just stumbled upon this by accident almost. Yeah. I prefer the Mash Report. I think the Mash Report is. Uh, I don't know if you've watched oh, any of that, seen that with uh, Nish Kumar. Is that Nish that Kumar? Is, oh yeah. It, that's really good um, because it, they have a lot of. It's kind of based on the Daily Mash, so they have a lot of like Daily Mash style stupid headlines, and then they have some really funny segments. There was a couple that went viral that Rachel Paris does as this kind of like yeah. uh, patronising news explainer, um, <laughs> and. Uh, there's a there's some really great ones about you know how to give a public apology and stuff like that. I, I think I think the great thing about the last leg is um, well, if you compare, have I got news for you is increasingly lame lame now. I was yeah. I always liked it. It's now so weak. It's a bit stale, um, isn't it? It's very stale. The, the, like yeah, I mean, it's not necessarily an age thing, but they both are very comfortable. <laughs> retirees almost and there's no there's, even the whole rotating um, host thing is now in itself what 15 years old and, and get, getting a bit tired as well so I think the contrast of, of the last leg with that uh, is really it's, it's probably I think it's the best kind of mainstream satire on, on um, yeah terrestrial TV at least Frankie Boyle's New World Order was good yes um, I've seen a couple of episodes of that and I also um, I used to like Charlie Brooker's the uh, Weekly Wipe when that was yes yeah was anything on. Charlie yeah, Brooker yeah, touches yeah, is very yeah. good the uh, I think I think the closest thing to the last leg that I've been comparing it to is is last week tonight with John Oliver oh yeah um, on HBO and and however you watch it here I you, Facebook Atlantic, I think and Facebook, Facebook yeah. but it, that's I mean that that when I was over there that was a must watch every week and it, it yeah it's similar it's similar in the sense that a lot of the late night shows in the US are daily and as a result I mean the daily show manages it but most of the others are a bit it's difficult to get yeah it's difficult to get that much enough research done on a daily basis whereas last week tonight obviously is weekly for part of the year um, and as a result it's got a lot more depth to its research the last leg yeah well it doesn't kind of do the same heavily researched pieces it still is a lot of thought has gone into it yeah, I, I would check out the Mash Report. I think. Um, What's it on? It's on BBC Three. I don't know if it's a, if it's All still right. on iPlayer. <laughs> Shall we start the quiz anyway? Yeah, let's get quizzy with it. Okay, so so round one is a, a general comedy knowledge round. Question number one: What is the name of the tower block in which the trotters live in Only Fools and Horses? What is the name of the tower block in which the trotters live in Only Fools and Horses? Shit. Question number two. In 1992, sorry, Mike, Steve Coogan Coogan won Edinburgh's uh, Perrier Award uh, alongside another performer, but who? So he's in a double act with which other comedian? I'm not going to do very well in this newcomer. Oh, blimey. It's a tough one, that one. Uh, 1992. Yeah. Question number three. Three, which comedian first hosted the British stand-up comedy series Live at the Apollo? Which comedian first hosted it? I think I know that one. I'll give you a bit of a clue in that. The, the first no, series. No, no, I don't, no, I know, no, no, no. I remember no. it. Don't worry. You both got it, all right. Oh, all right. <laughs> Question four. Which British actor and comedian was born Solomon Joel Cohen in South Africa in 1913? Which British actor and comedian was born Solomon Joel Cohen in South Africa in 1913. Solomon Joel Cohen. 
What a name. I feel like feel like it's going to be a goon. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think it's Harry Seacom. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Question five. In March 2010, which comedian's widow unveiled a statue of him in his hometown of Morley, West Yorkshire? In March 2010, which comedian's widow unveiled a statue of him in his hometown of Morley in West Yorkshire? Do you want the name of the comedian or the comedian's widow? <laughs> I would... You can have a bonus point if you know <laughs> if you know his widow. 2010. How long does it take to make a statue? Must be like a year, right? <laughs> 2009 deaths. It depends. They might have had it ready. <laughs> <laughs> but then you don't know how they're going to go out. If they go out in sort of a Operation U-Tree suicide pact prison incident style, you're not going to want to... You could smash it up. That's what they did with uh, Jimmy Savile's grave, isn't it? They smashed (laughs) it. They they destroyed it to stop people going and doing it. To stop him coming back. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Question six. Which American sitcom is about the Heck family from Indiana? Which American sitcom is about the Heck family from Indiana? It's modern. It's modern. I I believe it's just finished in the last year, but it's been going for maybe 10 years or something. It's... It's established, but not uh, certainly not popular here. So it's a two thousand. Not sorry, sorry, <laughs> Clara, not huge. It's it's been shown here. It's, I think it's a Sky One comedy or something. An unpopular sitcom from a channel I don't have. Um, <laughs> oh, you may have heard of it. Good question. Here's an easy one. Question seven: Which stand-up comedian ran forty-three marathons in fifty-two days in two thousand and nine to raise money for sports relief? Yeah, 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 yeah. Question eight. Which member of the Monty Python team... Sorry, which member of the Monty Python team was born first? Who's the oldest? Ooh. Who's the oldest counting the ones that are dead? One, <laughs> one that is dead. One's dead? The oldest to have counted the ones who are dead. Which one was born first? I thought they were all in the same year. Yeah, but... It's a narrow... Not the same... minute of the same day. <laughs> I, I think it was in the... Yeah, I've, you know, just got a strong feeling they were all born at the same time. I think... I think <laughs> this twins. one's... I think this one's just name a python. Question on, which comedian said, I must be an anorexic. An anorexic looks in the mirror and sees a fat person, and so do I. Which comedian said, I must be an anorexic, because an anorexic looks in the mirror and sees a fat person, and so do I. Question 10. In Blackadder 2... Uh, Blackadder falls in love with his manservant, Bob. Oh, I've put Bob already. <laughs> <laughs> Who is really a girl in disguise. Spoiler. Uh, but which character turns up to spoil the wedding? That brings to an end our um, general knowledge round. I'll give you the answers to that and the next round after the next round. Right, I still need to think of a Yorkshire comedian who's dead. <laughs> okay, you, you keep doing that while okay. we play round two. Characters round. I didn't come up with a better name. No. <laughs> so I'm going to give you ten characters from uh, broadly from comedy, from TV and comedy films. So I'm going to name. I'm going to name a character. You just need to tell me the the film or the uh, or the TV show that they've come from. All right. So question number one: Slarty Bart's fast. Slarty Bart's fast. Which film or TV show? How do you spell Mrs. Brown's boys? <laughs> S-H. <laughs> Question two. The phantom raspberry blower of old London town. The phantom raspberry blower of old London town. Are these from oh, TV and no, films? TVs and films. Ah. Oh, 
this is so it's wrong. It's a hard round as well. so wrong. This, ah. Some of the other ones are a bit easier. Ah, but I, I have literally seen this. Yeah, I'm sure you, I would have thought you both have. Question three. That's probably not that then. Knitted character. Question four. Hair lip. Hair lip. Ho, ho, ho. Some confident noises going from Paul. <laughs> Well, there's got to be noises it's, it's podcast isn't working yeah. silently <laughs> I've got to be expressively confident and uh, question number five Felicity Shagwell oh I know that Felicity one. Shagwell question six Dwayne Dibley which TV show or movie was Dwayne Dibley from God, he talks fast <laughs> uh, question seven the greased up deaf guy the greased up deaf guy uh, question eight: Rambling Sid Rumpo. Rambling Sid Rumpo. <laughs> to be clear, I got no idea. <laughs> oh God's sake! Rambling Sid Rumpo, classic. <laughs> question nine: President Merkin Muffley. What? President Merkin Muffley. This will be a bit. He'd never get past the primaries. <laughs> <laughs> Bush and Trump both did. Merkin <laughs> Muffley. Christ. Uh, question ten. Hint. Professor Hubert J. Farnsworth. Professor Hubert J. Farnsworth. Always finish on an easy one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, that brings to an end our TV and, and movie characters oh. round. It's time, let's go through the answers to rounds one and two. Give yourself one point for a correct answer, no points for an incorrect answer, and uh, we'll find out who is leading at the halfway stage. I am hoping for a a tie, by the way, because I've got a tiebreaker. I do not think you're going to need to use that, Rob, unless one of the rounds is stuff that Mike knows that Paul doesn't. Uh, we'll see we'll see <laughs> gastrointestinal round <laughs> a lot of questions coming up on Rick and Morty <laughs> oh really okay question one uh, feel free to shout out the answers when you want to what is the name of the tower block that the trotters live in Nelson Mandela House it is oh. indeed Nelson Mandela House I question two tower block six no, that's very functional, isn't it? They didn't live in Soviet Russia. Yeah, it's a bleak future dystopia. <laughs> um, question two, 1992, Steve Coogan uh, won the Edinburgh Perry Award alongside who? I said Stephen so, Mangan. Stephen Mangan, oh, Ooh. it's not him. No. I put, so I assumed it wouldn't be Leon Herring. No. So I put the other one from uh, the data. So I put Patrick Marber. No, it's none of them. It's John Thompson. Don't even know that is. Lives around here. Doesn't he in cold feet? Yes. Yeah. No marks for any of that, though. No, nobody got that one. What a waste. Question three. uh, Who who hosted uh, Live at the Pillow? Jack D. It was Jack D, yes. Sick. Question four. Who is Solomon Joel Cohen? I said Spike Lee. No. Spike Lee? Do you mean Spike Milligan? That's what I meant, yeah. No, it's not him either. (laughs) I... I went for Peter Sellers. It's not you. Uh, no, it's uh, Sid, it? Sid James. Ah, oh. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there we go. Question five: uh, Did what do we think about this statue Ronnie in, uh, in uh, Morley, West Yorkshire? Oh, it's not Ronnie shout. Corbett. No, I haven't. Put, I think he died more recently than that. Actually, yeah, I think that's right. I haven't put anything 
if I had to quickly gamble on what it might be, I still wouldn't put anything. <laughs> but, uh, it's Ernie Wise. Ernie Wise. Uh, Ernie Wise. I knew he was in a double act. Question six. Uh, which American sitcom is about the Heck family? Do you have any idea? I've written Gilmore Girls. No. Mike? Modern Family? No, no, not a, not a million miles away. It's called The Middle. Oh, a lot of my answers I've written a question mark next to, which is not a good sign. <laughs> I'm really glad it wasn't Modern Family because I wrote Mod and crossed it out and put Gilmore Girls. <laughs> uh, that would have been a better question if I'd done the one if I'd done Modern Family because you'd have more chance of getting it because yeah. of that. Yeah, oh, I've, well. I've seen the, I've seen the Middle a few times. It's it, it stars and it doesn't. It stars a woman who looks quite a lot like the mum in Malcolm in the Middle that just to make things confusing ah. and the dad in it plays the janitor in Scrubs oh right cool uh, yeah uh, which comedian number seven ran 43 marathons in 52 days Eddie Izzard Eddie Izzard yeah which member of the Monty Python team was born first I said Terry Jones no I have also said <laughs> it's also incorrect it is John Cleese oh. we have proved that psychic links exist <laughs> that's good John Cleese number nine uh, the comedian who said I must be anorexic and anorexic looks in the mirror and sees a fat person and so do I Johnny Vegas nope oh. I have put uh, put two but one of them Pick is one. The, so the answer I've actually given is Joe Brown it is Joe Brown yeah oh, Get in. bloody what hell you, Sarah Milliken was the other no. one. No, I didn't think no. so. I thought Joe Brand would be more caustic, so yeah. I went with Joe Brand. Question 10. Uh, in Blackadder 2, Blackadder falls in love with his manservant Bob, which character turns up to spoil the wedding? Lord Flashheart. It is Lord Flashheart. Male. How do we do in that round? I got a gentleman's two. Two? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's what I do to kids when they do really poorly in class. No. I, I've got a, a solid five out of ten. Five, okay, solid so five. We're, we're really... Uh, whew, all right. Good. Uh, let's see if either of us can be rescued by the notoriously easy <laughs> characters round. Merkin Buffley. quite low scoring. Uh, Slarty Bartfast? I said The Wire. No, they're comedies, that. though, aren't they? They're all comedies. Oh, right, well... You, you've taken a bleak approach to the wire. Yeah. <laughs> dark, dark humour. Who Slarty Bartfast would have been in the wire? Oh, you know, he's one of the... One of the... Uh, homeless Dealers. rogues. Oh, well, no, it's, it's not. <laughs> Paul, do you have any idea? Uh, yes, it is Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. It's Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, oh, yeah. Bloody hell, I actually know that one. Yeah. Uh, number two, you this this damaged you a bit. The no. Phantom Raspberry Blower of Old London Town. I said Monty Python and the Flying Circus. No, you're not not a million miles away, but it's not that. No. So I've crossed out a lot of stuff here, but I finally gambled on Benny Hill. No, tell me some of the things you crossed out. Morecambe and Wise. No. Um, I had Monty Python as well. No. Um, that's the only legible one. Okay, it was the two Ronnies. Oh. Yes, it was the two Ronnies. Ah. Oh. Although apparently, and I haven't I haven't double checked this, but apparently, if you're going to be really pedantic, it's actually six dates with Barker. But it, right. it was the two Ronnies that did it. Um, just in case, just before everyone writes in. <laughs> Question three: uh, Knitted character. Harry Hill's TV bird. It's Harry Hill's TV bird. Question four: Hairlip. League of Gentlemen. Yep. 
Five, Felicity Shagwell. Austin Powers, two, The Spy Who Shagged Me. Correct. Oh, Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery. No points no, for that. No it's Austin Powers, two, The Spy Who Shagged no. Me. I knew, I knew you would do it on that basis as well. <laughs> <laughs> Question six, Dwayne Dibley. Red Dwarf. It's Red Dwarf, yeah. The greased up death guy. Family guy. Family guy. It is family guy, yeah. All right, on to the really easy ones to finish with. <laughs> Rumbling Sid Rumpo. I said Roseanne. Uh, it's <laughs> it's from round, Last of the Summer Wine. No, it's from Round the Horn. Don't rise. That's before my time. Eve. Question nine, President Merkin Muffley. <laughs> Spit him in, image. No, no. I, is it keeping up appearances? No. no. It's Doctor Strangelove. <laughs> oh. Jesus, I've seen that. And I I've didn't, seen How that. did I, I not notice he was no, called Merkin Muffley? No, I, I, I had no idea. And then number 10, Professor Hubert J. Farnsworth. Future armour. Future armour. How did, how did round two go? I'm scoring pretty consistently. Uh, so you've got another two? <laughs> yeah. So, you're, Mike, you're on four out of 20 after two rounds. And Paul? I got six, Rob. Six, so you're on a total of 11 out of 20. I am. That is, I think you'll find the majority. All right, the round three is the autobiographies round. I'm going to give you the name of an autobiography by a comedian, and you need to identify that comedian. Do you understand the rules? Yeah. It's complicated. Yes, I understand the rules. Right, number one, my bookie wook. My bookie wook. Number two, the sound of laughter. The sound of laughter. Are these autobiographies or biographies? They're all autobiographies. Autobiographies. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's going to be wrong then. Number three is Dear Fatty. Dear Fatty. Number four. Look who it is. Look who it is. Uh, Are these all going to be sort of 1980s comedians like no. Johnny Look? No, there's a big, big range of eras here. That's quite a modern one, actually. Well, what was the title again? Look who it is. Look who it is. It, I, I think this is one of the harder ones. Is there? Is there? There's any, no clue in this. None of the words are a pun. I don't think so. so. You might. It might as well be called my autobiography. Yes. Is what you're telling me. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Right. Unless you've read it, right. you're unlikely to know it. Name a human who could conceivably write, <laughs> or or get a ghostwriter. Yeah. Question five. Larger than life. Larger than life. Mike, I can hear the, the seagull. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I just want to make sure the listeners believe that I'm actually in Brighton. In Brighton. Are you piping in seagull noises? <laughs> it calms me. Number six. High hopes. High hopes. Oops. It is a pun, but not the one you're thinking of. Oh, shit. Uh, I went with that as well. Uh... <laughs> Maybe they're just really tall. Question seven. How to talk dirty and influence people. How to talk dirty and influence people. Question eight. My shit life so far. My shit life so far. Oh, I've seen this one. I haven't read it. <laughs> Where are we up to? Question nine. The full Monty. The full Monty. I can see no reason why it's called this. So he's not called Monty. And he wasn't in Monty Python. Dave Full. Yeah, he wasn't in Monty Python either. Oh, shit. That's your clue. It's not easy to work out. (laughs) (laughs) And question 10. 
The custard stops at Hatfield. The custard stops at Hatfield. I have got no idea why this is called this. Uh, do you want to, let's do the answers for this round. Get them over with. <laughs> um, oh, Monty! My bookie Monty. work. Russell Brand. It's Russell Brand, That's yeah. That's my mark in the bank. Might yeah. just put my pen down. Okay. <laughs> Number two, The Sound of Laughter. I said Victoria Wood. No. I put Charlie Chaplin because no. I thought it would be someone from a silent film. No, no, no. That would be better. But it's not. Oh. It's Peter Kay. Uh, of course oh. it is. I've seen the cover of it. Yeah, it's like him running through some... He, uh, he should be good at writing an autobiography because he, he likes remembering things, yeah. doesn't he? <laughs> he does. <laughs> <laughs> I hope every paragraph... I remember when. <laughs> and I was that? eating a Zoom lolly. Number three, Dear Fatty. Dawn French. It is Dawn French. Oh, Very good. dear. What did you put? Originally I put Johnny Vegas, crossed it out and wrote, oh, I'm a genius, Roy Chubby Brown. Uh, oh, yeah. He's, no, probably he's, not, like, he's not clever enough to... Why you wouldn't write a book? Yeah. What are you thinking? Not only could uh, may he not be able to write, uh, but his, his audience also can't read. Question four. Look who it is. I said Alan Carr. It is Alan Carr. That is brilliant. Yes. Hang on, let me just write that in. <laughs> my round. Paul did not get that. I did not. I didn't even. Did, you didn't put anything. Did not put pen to paper. Okay. Number five, larger than life. I said Lenny is Henry. It Eddie Large. It is Eddie Large. Get oh. in. Number six, High Hopes. Is it the guy that does all the stuff with Ricky Gervais, whose name I've forgotten? No, Stephen Merchant. Oh. not him. No. I put tall comedian Greg Davies. You both went in the wrong direction. Is High Hopes. It is Ronnie Corbett. It is. Yeah. Uh, it's a comedian. They're going to subvert the normal. Question seven, how to, do, how to talk dirty and influence people? I said Catherine Ryan. Nope. I put Julian Clary, but it's not. Well, uh, no, it's Lenny Bruce. Lenny Bruce. I don't really know who Lenny Bruce is. No, me neither. I guess he's quite dirty. He um, was a groundbreaking African-American comedian. Oh, that, yes. No, I'm thinking of somebody else. Took a lot of drugs. Ah. Right, he should have been about high hopes. Yeah. Yeah. Question eight, my shit life so far. Jack D? No. Mm. Frankie Boyle. It is Frankie Boyle. Is it? Surprisingly good round for Paul, this one. Three? <laughs> three out of eight. I'm also number on ten, three. Uh, sorry, number nine. Number nine, the full Monty. Monty Panasar. No. Okay. Monty Burns. It's, n- it's not called Monty and was not in the full Monty. I have no idea why it's called this. <laughs> it's everybody's fam- favourite right-wing comedian. Henning Vane. Jim Davidson. Jim Davidson. Oh. He can f*** off. Question ten. Uh... The custard stops at Hatfield. I said Sarah Millican. No. I put Harry Seacombe. No, it's Kenny Everett. How do we do in that round, Mike? I got three. Three, good. Also three. Okay, so the scores after three (laughs) rounds are Mike has seven out of 30 and Paul has 14 out of 30. So Paul is approaching 50% success rate. Yes. Mike is approaching 25%. I mean, we are uniquely unqualified to be a comedy podcast. General knowledge round. Question number one. Name the... I, now, now I read this back, I feel this is harder than it should have been. Name the, oh, God. Question number one. Name the lead characters in bottom. You can have one point for each. Oh. Uh, full names, though, please. Bloody hell. Two lead characters in bottom. Is one of them called Bottom? Uh, question two. In which fictional town was Dad's Army set? <sighs> 
Another one from my that generation. All, I just I just heard all the life go out of Mike's soul. Oh, this has been a really depressing way to start the this, next week. This one's going to be a clean sweep this round. I can feel it coming. Uh, oh, it can still change. Oh, God. It can still change. Question number three. Name the paper merchants in the original UK version of The Office. Oh. Um, Is that confidence I hear from Mike? No. Oh. It's uh, oh. desperation. It's, it's the middle word. It's the middle word and. There is no middle word. There's no middle it's word. Two words. Two words. All right, question number four. In the royal family, in the royal family, what meal does Denise proudly announce she prepared for Dave? I hope you've seen the royal family. Oh, I have, but I'm really no dancer. <laughs> question, uh, question five. Um... This is uh, sorry. Give the full names of the lead characters of Peep Show. Right. Okay. okay. Question six: What is the name of the school in Little Britain? Question seven: What was the name of the police officer in a lower low, played by Arthur Bostrom, with the catchphrase "Good morning"? Question write eight. I anyway. like this question. Question eight: Which show? Did Mork and Mindy spin off from? Oh yes. Which show did Mork and Mindy spin off from? This was an infamously spin off from. I think you find infamously spin off infamously spin off from. Question nine: Which comedy series was based in East Hampton Hospital Trust? Which comedy series was based in East Hampton Hospital Trust? Oh, I might know that. How one. long has the NHS been organised into trusts? Can't be that long. <laughs> That's not a question that made the, uh, the, the cut. <laughs> Are there no hospital admin questions at all? No. This? Well, this okay. one. And finally, question 10. Who are Daniel Roche, Tiger Drew Honey, and Ramona Marquez? Who are Daniel Roche, Tiger Drew Honey, and Ramona Marquez? Okay, now just in case we need a tiebreaker... Uh, I'm going to give it to you and we'll find out if we need it later. Is so it worth like 100 points? It's, it could well be that the winner takes all with the tiebreaker. It depends how I, how I feel. Um, it's a sham. It is a sham. Uh, the tiebreaker, um, you need to tell me a number, write down a number. And Can do. The closest to that number will win. And in fact, I'm going to ask you to, to say it. Uh, since Mike was behind at the halfway stage and the three-quarter stage and probably also is still behind. Um, you get to choose, Mike, whether you go first or second. Uh, second. Good choice. So, Paul, you get to go first. How many episodes of Chuckle Vision were made? Oh. How many episodes of Chuckle Vision were made? Oh. The thing is, because... Barry Chuckle, another another former favourite programme. Uh, is at the, at the point of recording, it only recently died. I would have read this. I'm going to go 215. And Mike. I uh, I will go 216. 216. Thank you very much. Okay, are we ready? Let's have the answers to uh, rounds round four. Um, the lead characters in bottom full names please I wrote bottom is that anybody neither of them are called bottom is it, Why is it Richard called bottom, Richard then? and Eddie Hitler it, Richie Richard and Eddie Hitler but I'll allow you two points for that yeah get it 
In uh, question two, in which fictional town was Dad's army set? Mike, what did you write down? I wrote Gotham. No. Okay. <laughs> I wish that was true. <laughs> Paul? I've put Wilmington-on-Sea. Is Wilmington-on-Sea, correct. Question three, the paper merchants in the original UK version of The Office. Silence. What did you write down? I wrote paper sellers. It's not... Not that. Uh, it's Wernham Hogg. Uh, yeah, I can believe that. Question four: The royal family. What meal does Denise proudly announce she prepared for Dave? Beans on toast. Close. I'll give you half a point. <gasps> I put spaghetti hoops on toast. You can also have half a point. <gasps> Dairyly on toast. Wow, <laughs> lovely. I would have allowed three quarter points for cheese on toast. Um, on toast. I nearly, I nearly laughing cow on toast would have got seven eighth of a point. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, question five the full names of the lead characters of Peep Show please Mark Corrigan correct yeah one point agreed and Jeremy (laughs) half a point yeah agreed no Corbin no Uh Uh, it's not Jeremy Holt or Jeremy Corbyn it is Jeremy Usborne Uh. so I think you both get one and a half points for that question Question six, the grammar school in Little Britain is... Kelsey Grammar School. Kelsey Grammar School. Hey. Probably the funniest thing in the season. Yeah. <laughs> Question seven, what was the name of the police officer in Allo Allo, played by Arthur Wellstrom with the catchphrase, Good morning. Officer Crabtree. It was Officer Crabtree. Which wouldn't really have worked as a cover name in disguise in, in wartime France because Crabtree is not a French surname. Correct. Yeah. Is that worth a point? Mike, did you write anything down? I wrote Officer Slip Slap. I mean, you said officer. Should I give you... I'll give you half a point. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it's going to change the outcome. Uh, Eight, which show did Mork and Mindy infamously spin off from? Me, sir. Pick me. Go on. Is it Happy Days? It is Happy Days. Now, I I looked this up earlier, and it's it's quite... Well, they're baddies, and, and Fonzie out cools him or something so he has to go away so yeah the the, the plot uh, although is Mindy in it I don't I no I don't Mindy's think she is in it. no it's, it's about Mork so William's character Mork attempts to take Richie back to his planet of Orc as a human specimen but his plan is foiled by Fonzie of course it was yeah in the initial broadcast of the episode it all turned out to be a dream that Richie had but when Mork proved so popular the ending in the syndicated version was re-edited to show Mork erasing the experience from everyone's minds thus meaning the event had actually happened and was not a dream right so it's technicality for, you know, canonical alien <laughs> another interesting fact about it uh, Mork and Mindy was set in, in the 70s which is obviously when it was being recorded in the early 80s but Happy Days was set in the 50s, so that is explained because Mork has come to Richie from the future. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Thought of everything, those Happy Days boys. Yeah. Yeah. And that leaves us with two questions left. Question nine, the comedy uh, series set in East Hampton Hospital Trust. There aren't many options here. What did you write? The Green Wing. Yeah. I also put that. Yeah, it's definitely that. And the final question that had you a bit stumped, question 10... Who are Daniel Roche, Tiger Drew Honey, and Ramona Marquez? I wrote, the kids from Outnumbered. You got the answer. Oh. It was indeed. Bloody hell. Can you tell me an interesting fact about Tiger Drew Honey? No. Is that a point? She... No. <laughs> Tiger Drew Honey's a boy. He's the oldest boy. 
Is that the interesting fact? That no, his, his parents. Yeah. His parents are well. I'll just read you the first line of each of his parents' names because they're both famous, but you may not have come across them. Stop me if you have come across them because that this will be good comedy. His parents uh, are. Simon James Honey, better known as Ben Dover, is an English pornographic actor, director, and producer. Wow. That's his dad. That's his dad. And uh, <laughs> Lindsay Drew, Lindsay Jane Drew, known professionally, professionally as Lindsay Drew, is an English former glamour model, producer, adult model, and pornographic actress. His porn name's Ben Dover. It, it is Ben Dover. I think Ben Dover's a little bit carry on, isn't it? Presumably Ben was the name of his first cat, and Dover was the street he lived on. <laughs> Very good. Um, yeah, uh, actually, I have met I've met them, but I've seen them in, in the flesh, so to speak. <laughs> really? You and uh, thousands um, of others. No, I, I, I went to see a recording of... <laughs> I can't get tickets for the audience for that, surely. A recording of uh, Armstrong and Miller uh, several years ago at the BBC. And sitting in the Armstrong row... Armstrong and Miller after dark. <laughs> sitting in the row in front of me was Tiger Drew Honey, the child... Uh, and he's gone with both of his parents, presumably, and they both looked feasible for their professions. I mean, forget their quiz. From now on, we're just going to do special where we read out Wikipedia pages that are particularly <laughs> interesting. <laughs> yep. The final scores in the inaugural Between the Between the Laughs Laughs quiz are Mike with 10.5 and, and Paul with 24. Close. But what about the what about the bonus? <laughs> so question? let's have uh, let's have double or quits. I, or I believe it's worth thirteen and a half points. <laughs> yeah, the, the tiebreaker is worth thirteen and a half points. So whoever gets the tiebreaker, it's, it looks like they're going to win. Well, that seems fair. Paul, you said in in response to the question how many episodes of Chuckle Vision were made, you said two hundred and fifteen. Mike. I realise that might be bold now because I cannot think of 215 plots in which they could have possibly turned around and knocked things over. Well, Mike said 216, so if it was indeed bold, you would still win. Yeah. However, if you were under underestimating the number of Chucklevision episodes, then you will go home empty-handed. Ah. You are already at home and there is no prize. <laughs> <laughs> so that's probably going to happen everywhere anyway. An opportunity to go home, stay at home empty-handed in whatever the circumstances... There were 21 seasons. Oh, there's going to be more than 10 a season, isn't there? No. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Ho, ho, ho. The total number of Chucklevision episodes ever made was... 200... Ooh. And... 92. Ah, oh, yes. Flipping heck. Mike, right. you win the 13 and a half point bonus. Oh. Which I calculate makes it a draw. Which makes it a draw. So <laughs> I now need to use a tiebreaker, which Mike won. <laughs> what? I think it's, I think, you know, ah. it's, uh, it's fair to say that I deserve that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I, I think so. I think you, you, you. There was a real fight back at the end. Ultimately, the best team on paper uh, throughout it the was quiz. Like <laughs> we got to injury time and you scored thirteen goals and a half, <laughs> and, a half. <laughs> and one of them counted inexplicably more. <laughs> so well done, Mike. Oh, thanks very much. Well done. Well Mike. deserved victory. Uh, I would like to say a big thank you to Chortle, Comedy.co.uk, FreePubQuiz.co.uk, ReadyMadePubQuiz.com, FunTrivia.com, and PubQuizQuestionsHQ.com for selflessly providing most of the questions and saving me from doing any real work this afternoon. 
We'll be back in a couple of weeks to discuss two very different comedies. Powerful stand-up by Australian comedian Hannah Gadsby, that's Nanette, and delightful US sitcom Parks and Recreation. Until then, don't forget to get in touch with us by Twitter, at Between Laughs, Instagram, at Between Laughs, Facebook.com, slash Between The Laughs, or email us at Between The Laughs at gmail.com. Get in touch with us. Tell us... Correct, pedantically correct anything we got wrong in the quiz. Which was a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Or anything that I got wrong in the quiz. Uh, And yeah, we will see you for the next episode. Bye bye. Ta ra. Laters. Laters.